Greetings. Today's topic is less mess, less stress. Today we have in the studio with us once again, Amanda Scudder of Abundance Organizing. And she helps people get their lives in order by getting rid of the clutter in their homes. Thank you for joining us again. Thanks for having me back. Yes. So talk to us a little bit how you ended up in this position or in this field. It's kind of an interesting story. Uh, I started out very early on wanting to be in interior design. Mm -hmm. And I went to college for that and quickly discovered that I didn't have quite the focus I needed at 17 to go into that field. So I just started taking classes that I thought were interesting and that led me into an undergraduate degree in psychology, mm -hmm. which led me to a degree in social work. Okay. So I moved to Virginia, went to VCU, got my master's and went to work in human services. And I did that for quite a long time, had a desk job and helped agencies in the entire greater Richmond area learn how to measure what they did and report that to volunteers and donors. It was interesting, but when my kids came along, I took some time off to be home with them mm -hmm. and really discovered that I like to be out in the world. Okay. Uh, it was really hard to go back to a desk job after that. Okay. And I wasn't really happy doing what I was doing. I felt like I didn't have my hands on the actual um, change I was looking to make. I was very twice removed from the changes that we were mm -hmm. trying to accomplish. And so I was trying very hard to make myself fit into a job that was not right for me and worked with an amazing life coach who helped me develop the resiliency to realize that I could do other things. Mm -hmm. And I started really listening to my heart, but the universe had to knock me over the head, so I lost my job because <laughs> I was not willing to give up that easily. And when I lost my job, I said, I'm going to do only those things that really speak to me. Wow. And so I started volunteering and helping people. And I'll... I'll go backwards just a little bit, I had, when I turned 40, um, decided to go on a women's retreat mm -hmm. with, uh, there were two facilitators that I knew and a third that I didn't know. The third that I didn't know ended up being the woman who was my life coach. Okay. And while I was there, I met a woman who, we just formed an instant friendship and stayed in touch. And when I was going through this transition period, I was just looking to spend my time doing something. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I worked with an organizer, but I can't have her back right now, and I still have so many needs. Like, is that something you'd be interested in? I was like, I would love to do that. So I spent the day with her, helping her get unstuck, and that's the best description for it. It was finding those places in her household where things weren't flowing, mm -hmm. and helping just tackle those things, giving her the energy and the power to get through it. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, I said, this is what I want to do. Oh, wow. I didn't even know organizing was a thing. Okay. I mean, I had no idea that people did this mm -hmm. for a career. So I reached out to the woman that she had worked with, and it's a, a really embracing field. It's kind of interesting. It's not a super competitive industry. Mm -hmm. It's people really helping each other get into it. So she had coffee with me and was willing to sh let me shadow with her and figure out what I needed to do to set up my own business. Okay. And before that happened, I had filled out an application online with the company that I now work for, mm -hmm. Abundance Organizing. And when I interviewed with them, what I really was attracted to was the team approach. So I had had a great team in my nonprofit experience and thought I'd never have that again. Mm -hmm. Well, this company gives me an opportunity to work with other organizers who have the same passion, the same commitment, the same core values, and change lives in a really big way mm -hmm. because we can go in and do massive projects. Mm -hmm. We can have six organizers in the house for a day wow. and really okay. get a lot done. Wow. Yeah. Um, it just depends on how quickly people like to work. We can also go slow, one-on-one. -on -one, but. I loved that team approach, and I loved how we're stronger together than we are separately. Mm -hmm. And 
got to be a part of the core values exercise where we identified what it was that really made us who we were as a company mm -hmm. and as individuals and as a team. And that was so illuminating. And it's become really informative in all of our operations. So highly recommend a core values exercise. Wow. But that's sort of how I ended up doing something I didn't even know was a career possibility. Mm -hmm. And the more I've done it, I've now been doing this for six years, it is absolutely what I was called to do. And I had no idea how all the pieces fit together until I saw at the end, wow, I mean, my human service background, mm -hmm. my psychology training, mm -hmm. my social work training, my interest in interiors, yes. all my systems work, bu building coalitions, <laughs> it, it, it all comes together. Mm -hmm. And one of the interesting side notes on that is knowing all the human service providers in the area mm -hmm. gives me a real edge with clients who are looking for that very specific place mm -hmm. to make their donation because okay. they want to let something go, but they want to make sure it's going to the right place. Mm -hmm. And I know so many great agencies that wow. can benefit so I can really help connect. Mm -hmm. You know, you just touched on so many different things. <laughs> so one thing you mentioned being helping your friend be unstuck mm -hmm. in certain areas. Yeah. But I also heard in your story that you actually had to get unstuck. Exactly. And once you got unstuck, then things began to flow mm -hmm. in a way that you would love them to flow. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's a beautiful... That's an interesting observation yes. because, yeah, I really was very stuck. And it took some amazing women helping me through that stuck period mm -hmm. to be able to get to the other side. Mm -hmm. And when I did, you're right, all of a sudden I had the energy to help somebody mm -hmm. else and pass that, pay that forward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then also that you mentioned that all of the things in your past mm -hmm. came to play in order to have this beautiful picture of doing exactly what it is yeah. that you want to do. And a lot of times we may not realize why we're doing certain things. Mm -hmm. And then when you look back and you're like, oh, that's why yes. I was doing that, preparing me for this exact moment yeah. here. So I enjoyed that story. And it's all about listening. Mm -hmm. My sister gave me the best advice during that period. She said, if something gives you knots, say no. If it gives you butterflies, say yes. And that has been the best guiding advice I could ever mm -hmm. share with anyone. Yeah, I love that. If it's not, say no. Mm -hmm. And if it's butterflies, mm -hmm. say yes. I like that a lot. So in terms of less mess equaling less stress. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that. So what I've noticed is that as our physical environments come under our control and contain things that we love, use, appreciate, value, our days are less stressful because we're not having to make all sorts of micro decisions to just get to the point of what am I going to wear today? Mm -hmm. What am I going to eat today? <laughs> How am I going to find my car through the garage <laughs> that's full of stuff? And I've actually done a little bit of reading about this because I'm so intrigued about the way the brain works mm -hmm. because what we do as organizers is really a lot about emotions and thought processes and ingrained behaviors. And there's something called decision fatigue mm -hmm. that plays a big part in that. So the fewer decisions you have to make during the day, the more energy you have and it actually translate to more willpower mm -hmm. to accomplish what you want. Mm -hmm. And so what I've done is sort of helped people walk through their day and find where they're getting stuck, where they're getting hung up, where the decisions are overwhelming, mm -hmm. and figure out strategies that can be applied to almost any household mm -hmm. to get those things calm and decluttered mm -hmm. so that you have so much less stress. And at the end of the day, you have the energy to eat well and exercise and meditate and be mindful. and 
all that stuff that we really mm -hmm. should be doing for self-care. Yeah, so talk to us a little bit more about decision fatigue. Okay, so decision fatigue is where the, the brain actually uses energy for every decision that we have to make. Mm -hmm. And they've done research that shows this. In fact, they did an interesting study with judges who were on parole boards. And in the morning, judges were vastly more likely to grant parole than they were as it got closer to lunchtime. Mm -hmm. And then after lunch, and they'd had a rest period and some food, they went back up to their morning levels of um, aptness for granting parole. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the day, it plummeted again. And they've, what they've found is that it's that combination of just being tired, having too many decisions thrown at you, and losing the energy from making those decisions that causes your brain to go into kind of a shutdown mode mm -hmm. and say, either I'm gonna take the path of least resistance and do what's easiest, picking up fast food on the way home mm -hmm. instead of making the healthy meal, mm -hmm. or I'm going to do nothing. I'm just gonna not make a decision. Right. And so that's what was happening in these judges' brains is they were just not making a decision because they were too fatigued mentally to think through all the permutations of what would happen if they did grant parole. Mm -hmm. So they just took the course of, well, we're just gonna keep things the mm -hmm. way they are. So people's lives are actually changed <laughs> by this phenomenon. And I see it in clients and in myself all the time. And we've actually realized as a team of organizers that our own brains get fatigued and we need to recharge. And we've found that, that our lunch break is absolutely sacred. We need to take that, that break mm -hmm. away because it gives our brains time to just rest and recharge mm -hmm. so that we can help our clients make the best decisions. Mm -hmm. And then about three o'clock, we need something that involves chocolate and protein <laughs> because we need that fuel again. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're, we're as organizers making a lot of decisions mm -hmm. along with the client yeah. about where things should go and who should be working on what piece of the project. Mm -hmm. So I'm fascinated by the subject and what I've started to equate it to for clients is like how many people walk in their closet and it's full of clothes and they say, I have nothing to mm -hmm. wear. Exactly. Like every time, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm because there's too many things to think about. There's clothes that don't fit, there's clothes that are itchy, there's clothes that still have the tags on and you bought them because they were on sale and you thought they would look good, but they really didn't when you got them home and it's too late to return them. There's all those things that are going through your brain when you walk in your closet. Mm -hmm. But if you take the time to get rid of all that chatter, all that noise, and just have your friends, the ones that fit <laughs> right? and flatter and feel good on you, then when you walk in, there's so many fewer decisions. Mm -hmm. So you start your day ahead of the game, yes. right? You've already given yourself more willpower and more energy for mm -hmm. all the important stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's where I think clutter can play a really big role in helping people to have that less stress, mm -hmm. uh, just getting rid of the mess and yeah. giving them space. Yeah, so that's so interesting because I know I used to spend, in order to get ready, I would kind of say, okay, I need an hour to mm. get ready mm -hmm. because Probably like 20 minutes of it, I was trying on. Yes, doesn't stop <laughs> it. Doesn't yeah. have a stain. Exactly. Yeah. And then I have a pile of clothes thrown in my chair because they, they didn't fit or mm -hmm. they looked kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. And so, but now I don't do that because I did. I actually went through and I got rid of just about everything. I mean, literally. I think I own about three pairs of pants. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm right there with you. It's like, like a capsule wardrobe <laughs> yes. and everything in there fits. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's and a game changer. Yeah, and so I don't have to even start getting ready until 30 minutes before mm -hmm. I have to go, mm -hmm. um, which makes a big difference. But what is important to me with what you just said is that 30 minutes that I didn't spend may help me make a good food decision mm -hmm. later on. Yeah, you wouldn't think it's connected, but it really right. is. So, yeah. you know, so just the whole idea of less decisions mm -hmm. can help you to have better willpower, can help you to think things through more clearly. Mm -hmm. 
in other parts of your life. Yeah, and save save time, actually create time mm -hmm. for things like meditation mm -hmm. or prayer or uh, just taking a walk to clear your head. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you have those extra 30 minutes, there's a lot you can do mm -hmm. with that that's beneficial for you. Exactly. So um, in terms of that, let's just go mm -hmm. right into that. So I know you had mentioned um, when you were talking to me before mm -hmm. about just the whole idea of the things that cleaning, clearing, clutter, decluttering your home can open up for you. So what are some of those things? Space and energy mm -hmm. and time for possibilities. So when you have a clear surface, it's an invitation to take action on something that you intentionally want to do. Mm -hmm. But if when you approach that surface, it's covered with yesterday's and the day before and last week's mail and the kids' lunchboxes and you know a set of keys and a pair of socks and whatever else has landed mm -hmm. there, you have to think through what, again, decision fatigue, think through what to do with all of those things mm -hmm. before that space is clear enough to open up the possibilities. Mm -hmm. So by creating space, you do create time and energy for the things you want to do. Mm -hmm. You can all of a sudden have time for your crafting. You can have time to do that baby book that your 22-year-old never got. You have time <laughs> to do uh, all sorts of amazing things mm -hmm. or to volunteer and give back and do mm -hmm. the things that are important. Mm -hmm. And I find that when things are cluttered, there's really no space mm -hmm. for more things to come mm -hmm. in. And when you have, when you open space or when you clear, yeah. and it's really, you know, we're talking about physical things, but it mm -hmm. also, it comes into your energetic field. Mm -hmm. And so when you clear those physical things, you're also clearing your energetic mm -hmm. field. And then it allows for more things to pour into you. And it allows for you to be able to hear Mm -hmm. better. Um, a lot of times when your environment is cluttered, your attention is going on all of those things mm -hmm. and then you can't hear. Yes. Yes. You've nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stuff really does talk to you mm -hmm. and it's really interesting. The more in tune you get with the stuff and the more of the stuff in your house is really only that that serves you, mm -hmm. you start to hear the stuff that doesn't even louder. And I have a perfect example to get my certification that I achieved for um, working with people with challenging disorganization, I had to actually hire an organizer to come and work in my home mm -hmm. with me so that I would have the experience and know what that was like. Mm -hmm. And she happened to be a specialist in feng shui, which is uh, one of the things that I liked about her. I was interested in having that brought into my house. And so she gave me some advice, particularly in my home office. And I followed the advice and I set up my home office to be exactly as she'd recommended. And it felt really good. Mm -hmm. And in fact, that first night, my son came home, and he'd been at school all day, and he sat down. He's like, oh, I like this. Can I do my homework here? I said, sure. So he did. He pulled out his history assignment, which wasn't due for like three weeks. <laughs> really? Did the entire thing right then and there. Wow. And it was, not, I mean, it was a combination of the space was there. It felt good. Mm -hmm. He could really get settled in. And I was like, that's powerful. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. feng shui really works. But what I noticed was that something was off for me. Mm -hmm. Something was off. And I one day woke up and realized it was the chair that I had still had in my office mm -hmm. was from a job I had not been happy in. And I had brought it home with me. It was my chair. <laughs> and it still had that energy mm -hmm. about it. And it was I could hear it now. I could hear that negative energy. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, why am I keeping this stupid chair? <laughs> so I got rid of it and brought mm -hmm. in a chair that had meaning in, in a positive way for mm -hmm. me. And, um, and that's another thing I, I think about going through this process of going through your stuff is recognizing 
a lot of stuff we keep we keep for bad reasons mm -hmm. things that make us feel bad yeah. and that is so draining I mean people keep gifts because they were given and the giver never intended to, it to be a burden but yes. they feel guilty letting yes. it go mm -hmm. and uh, you know or that that thing that's associated with that relationship that went sour mm -hmm. but you just can't quite part mm -hmm. with it even though every time you look at it you think about the fighting and the mm -hmm. tension and mm -hmm. so I think that the more you can really listen and free up that space to listen the more your stuff will tell you and mm -hmm. it'll guide you it'll help you find your path and where you're supposed to be going yeah you know I used to work like really really hard and I wasn't happy doing that hard mm -hmm. work and I actually I went away for about three years and when I came back I was a totally different person as so I had a closet full of clothes that I had worked that old job in mm -hmm. And I wanted to actually burn everything because I'm like, it has all the negative energy yeah. that's associated with that. Um, then I decided, I didn't want to donate it mm -hmm. because I felt like my negative energy would be donated along with the clothes. Yeah. Um, so I ended up putting the clothes in like a yard sale and then just saying if people, if it spoke to them, mm -hmm. then they could take the clothing nice. versus me putting my negative energy <laughs> on. But what do you think about that in terms of um, letting things go that maybe have bad energy for you, mm -hmm. but you're passing it on to someone else? So what do you think about that? It's really interesting because I do know, if you're, especially if you're particularly attuned to sensing energy, mm -hmm. that you can pick up somebody's negative energy off of something mm -hmm. that they've gotten rid of mm -hmm. uh, or haven't gotten rid of. But what I do think is if you're doing it intentionally with that sort of release that we talked about mm -hmm. where you're you're actually putting it back out into the universe as a cathartic thing, it's a healing thing for you, mm -hmm. then I think that kind of changes the energy okay. of the item. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer about that negative for you, it's about the positive healing that you're doing. And so you've imparted that thing. You're saying now go bless somebody else because right. I don't need you. I'm in a better place, I'm healthier, I'm happier. You can go and do what you need to do for someone mm -hmm. else. And I do think that that kind of, it's like a, a smudging, it, it clears the air a bit. Okay, I, I enjoy that. That's very interesting. Um, and I never would have given decluttering so much energy mm -hmm. just thinking about it, but you have really brought a whole new perspective to the ideal of decluttering. I was gonna say, it sounds like you kind of, you intuited, intuitively knew mm -hmm. though when you were going through that, yeah. that that was something that was gonna help you. Yeah. It, yeah, it did, and it, it made a lot of difference. And I think what I always realized is whenever, let's say if I clean the closet, I always just felt like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm the type of person that I clean, and then I have to stand back and look at it and admire you like, wow, what a. <laughs> it just feels good. Yeah, it does, it feels really good. Yeah. And, and it makes a difference, and it does. It opens that space because now, similar to your son, wanting to actually do his assignment three weeks early. Yeah. Now I feel like creating. I feel like, okay, what's next? What can I do? Yeah. And it is actually energizing. I, mm -hmm. I agree. And I do work with people that aren't quite there yet. Mm -hmm. And we talk a lot about readiness for change. Mm -hmm. And so you are really ready and embracing that change mm -hmm. that's coming into your life. Sometimes that change can be a little harder to embrace. Mm -hmm. And so what I do try to, to do for people who are in that place is just to hold that vision for them of what they want you know, mm -hmm. and really keep it focusing back, talking about the last time we spoke about that um, abundance mentality, like what is it that you want to achieve? Not what are you getting rid of, but what do you want mm -hmm. to achieve and how is this going to get you there? And mm -hmm. um, that clear surface is full of possibilities. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah. So, and then also, I think um, just the whole process. Like, how can you, once someone works with you, and I think you mentioned that it's not a one and done deal. Mm -hmm. So, how does a person continue to keep their space organized? Mm -hmm. So that goes back to habits and routines, and habits and routines are hard to change. And so if you've been in the habit of dropping things in a certain way as you come in the door, or um, procrastinating on laundry or dishes, or any of those decisions that have to be made on a daily basis, it can be really challenging to change the behaviors. So even if you get rid of the stuff, if you don't focus on changing the behavior mm -hmm. and the habits behind it, it can readily reaccumulate. Mm -hmm. So when I am working to help people find solutions, I always look to put the solution in the path of the problem so that you have to trip over it not to use it and make it as simple as possible. There are people out there that do beautiful, color-coded, very detailed systems. I tend to err on the side of keep it simple because mm -hmm. I think it's easier for people to adapt. Mm -hmm. The less change you have to make at one time, the easier it is to keep that change going. Mm -hmm. And just like exercise or anything else, you, you have to keep reminding yourself why you're doing it and practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. And so one of the, the things I would say if you find that things are starting to, it's called backsliding and it's really common. People backslide all the time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we'll go in, we'll set up a beautiful, perfect system and they'll feel great and they'll feel really successful. And then they'll call up six months later and say, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's mm -hmm. not working. And it's nothing's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. We just have to figure out what's causing it. You know, let's go back and, and explore. Is it the, the system? Is it the habits? Mm -hmm. Is it the routines? So when I talk about less stress, less mess, and making your day go your way, it's, okay, so you've decluttered your closet. Now, thinking about how were the clothes coming in? Is there a shopping habit that mm -hmm. maybe needs to be thought about? Or is there a yard sale habit? That's a big one, because it's such a bargain, mm -hmm. and you just bring stuff home, because it's so cheap. Um, so figuring out what those habits were that were causing the mm -hmm. accumulation, and trying to identify alternate behaviors. So now your closet is clear and you have a clear table to do something. What do you want to do? What do you really want to do mm -hmm. instead of shopping for clothes? Mm -hmm. And then um, I talk a lot about setting up the routines for a, like a 15 minute at the end of every day or if you're not a night person at the beginning of every day, okay. just do a sweep of the house and go through and find everything that's not in its home. And it's funny because things really should, everything should have a home in mm -hmm. your house, which is kind of a funny concept, mm -hmm. but I always say, where does this live? And <laughs> if it doesn't have a place to live, it, it is going to live where it's not supposed to right. live and take up your space. And so as part, the first step we talked about is sorting and then purging is the second step, which is where you make decisions and let go mm -hmm. of things. And then you assign a home. So you would say, my keys live here. Mm -hmm. And then you say, okay, to remind me that my keys live here, I'm going to put a beautiful, bright bowl that I see as soon as I walk in the door. Mm -hmm. Because that's a visual cue reminding me that my goal is to keep my keys here all the time. So that's containerizing. And then equalizing is developing that habit. So every time you walk in the door, you say, okay, my keys go here. Mm -hmm. Eventually it becomes second nature. You mm -hmm. don't think about it. But it does take a little bit of practice. Mm -hmm. So if you find your keys in your pocket and you're wondering, you know, where the heck are they and you're 15 minutes late, don't beat yourself up. Just say, okay, today I'm going to remember my keys go mm -hmm, here mm -hmm. and just reset. Um, and so that's about the routines. And there's you, you can introduce routines throughout your day. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're, we talked about the clothing routine, getting dressed. There's the beauty routine. So a lot of women have a lot of products. Mm. And again, going back to decision fatigue, 
you open that drawer and you have to decide which of these <laughs> 13 lipsticks that are all right. like five to 10 years old am I gonna use today? Um, but just really picking the simple things that are perfect and good for you and getting rid of the mistakes, the purchase. So many people hold on to stuff because it looked good in the store and then they get it home and it's mm -hmm. just not for them. Mm -hmm. And I just tell people, it's okay to let yes. that stuff go. <laughs> it really mm -hmm. is. Um, and once it's gone, all of a sudden you have the perfect shade every time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to think about it. Yes. And then going into the kitchen, if you do the routine of meal planning and preparing in advance and doing your shopping, and making sure you have the ingredients that you need. Mm -hmm. So if you're gonna tackle that part of your routine, I would say start by going through and sorting everything in your kitchen, your pantry, getting rid of the stuff that isn't healthy, mm -hmm. doesn't suit you, stale, is expired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> The ingredients you bought thinking you'd become a fabulous chef and yeah. you didn't. Um, and getting all that stuff out of there. So you're mm -hmm. starting with clean, healthy, whole ingredients mm -hmm. that are gonna nourish your body and your soul and are easy to prepare mm -hmm. and then you have boop, 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 set them up uh, for for lunches for example we do mason jar lunches mm -hmm. where you can make salads ahead of time in mason jars mm -hmm. or tortellini and pesto and you know just put them together and have five or six in the fridge mm -hmm. so much easier to grab that when you have low willpower and you're more, like, you're more likely <laughs> yeah. to want to stop for yeah. fast food or something just to know you have a simple easy mm -hmm. solution so your routine is every whatever day of the week works for you mm -hmm. You check what you have, you make your list, you do your shopping, you prep your ingredients, and then it's ready for the week, and you don't have to think. It's lovely. Wow. Thank you so much. These are such wonderful tips. And I think, um, for me, the whole idea of decluttering, organizing, setting routines, um, I think that the bigger picture for me is that it opens up space. It creates mm -hmm. a space, it creates time for you to do the things that you would love to do, but it also allows you to hear. It allows you to tap into your own inner guidance. It allows you, so when there are so many things competing with your energy, a lot of times you can't hear. You can't hear what's being broadcast to you from divine guidance. Mm -hmm. And I think just the whole idea of decluttering mm -hmm. helps open that channel where you can really start hearing and following your own inner guidance. I think that's so true. And in fact, that just made me picture there's a retreat center in Richmond where you can go and just be there to connect with your creator. And the rooms have a bed and a desk, mm -hmm. and that's it. Okay. And I had never really thought about mm -hmm. the intentionality of that. Mm -hmm. But think about nuns and monks and mm -hmm. when they're going away to, to really study and be at one, there's not a lot of stuff to distract them. Right, exactly. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So thank you for coming. Thank you for having and me. And if you can let people know how they can reach you. Absolutely. The website is AbundanceOrganizing.com and through there you can access email and phone number and read all about Abundance Organizing. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. So you guys, I hope you really enjoyed this segment with Amanda Scudder. And if you will subscribe, just kick click the button below, and also check out my website at ourvetmclean.com. Until next time, this is our vet.